Welcome to the Blackburn Boss Podcast, where we talk about all the things you wish you were told when you started your business. I'm your host, Audrey Blackburn, owner of Blackburn Consulting, where I work with women-led small businesses and nonprofits to move them from a place of scarcity to one of abundance. Want to help us grow this podcast? Then help us out by leaving us a review on iTunes. Our podcast topic today is going to be one that's near and dear to my heart, and that's the reasons that businesses fail. So why is this near and dear to my heart? Because I work heavily with small businesses, and I am a small business owner, so I don't want to see anyone out there failing. And it's usually what people come to me with the most. They're they're struggling. They may not be failing as far as they consider it, but they're on that path. Let's just say that. So I did quite a bit of research because I've heard statistics over the years and I thought there's just no way that those are correct statistics. Um, But the sobering part is that they are. So the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics says that two out of three businesses with employees will last only two years. That just blows my mind. So two thirds of the people that start a business 67% are going to fail after two years. They're going to go out of business for whatever reason. Either they'll be forced out of business or they'll decide they just don't want to do this anymore. And then only half of business owners will last five years. I've been doing this now in um, May of this year. So we're in January right now. In May of this year, I will be doing this five years. And so I'm excited (laughs) that I've made it to that half that makes it to five years. But there's another statistic that 78% of businesses will fail by year 10. That is huge, huge. So that's saying there's this very tiny amount percentage wise of people that start a business that'll still be doing this many years from now. And so that's sobering to me. But it doesn't have to be a defeatist attitude, and it doesn't have to be something that makes you want to give up, because just because everybody else fails doesn't mean you have to. And I'm one of those that believes in, you know, fighting the status quo. I don't want to be a statistic. So I looked at several different sites that have researched this, who've done lots of studies, U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics is one and different places that why these businesses are failing. So there's six reasons. And we're going to explore these reasons in depth in future podcast episodes. But I just want to introduce them to you here now so that we can talk about a little bit about why these make businesses fail. And then, like I said, you can come back and listen where we dive in deep because I think this is so important that we examine this and we learn the lessons from others so that we don't find ourselves in this situation. Or if we do find ourselves in this situation, we can we know what we need to do to get out of it. So the first reason a business fails is leadership failure. It's just poor management. I mean, how many people have you met, and I've met a lot, um, that simply just don't know. You wonder how they're in business because 
they can't manage a business. They have no skills with managing a business. They don't care to learn. Um, I'm a firm believer that you don't have to have the skills to do everything when you start a business. You can learn. You can learn anything in this life if you're just got the willingness to do it and educate yourself. So when I started a business, I had quite a bit of management abilities because I had done that in previous jobs. I had managed things. I had managed people and processes and financials and all kinds of things. So I felt like I probably had a leg up on people in that situation, but I still had plenty to learn. Second reason that businesses fail is a lack of uniqueness and value. How many times have you heard that from marketing people? Hey, you've got to figure out what it is that makes you unique. You've got to figure out how you bring value to the marketplace because if you can't do that, you're not going to get clients because you get lost in that sea out there. Social media is notorious for this. You are bombarded daily. I am bombarded daily with ads uh, for people saying they can do this, they can do that. I'm always shocked at the number of ads for people who say they can you know, help you grow. They can help you get more clients. They can triple your revenue in one day. All these claims that seem quite outrageous. I do think things like that truly do exist, but I think they're few and far between. And it's hard to figure out who really is going to bring the value. So a third reason, and this is a big one, not in touch with our customer needs. Do you really sit and listen to your clients with what they need from you? You know, if you'll take the time to ask some pointed questions and you have the trust of that client, you've developed a relationship with that client, they will tell you their pain points. They will tell you what gives them stress. They will tell you what keeps them up at night. And they will tell you everything that you need to do to help them. They may not see their, all their problems, but it'll come out in what they say. So we, we don't have a reason not to be in touch with our customer needs. A fourth one that they listed, <laughs> unprofitable business model. How many people have started a business and you look at it and think, there's no way that's going to be successful because it's just an unprofitable business model there isn't anything there that people are going to want. You've got to have a service. You've got to have a product, whatever it is you're selling. Maybe you're selling both, but you've got to have something that people want. If you're trying to market something that you want that no one else wants, it's not going to be a profitable business. And the fifth one is rapid growth and overexpansion. Now, you may be listening to this and think, there's no way that growth and expansion is a problem. Yeah, it can be the worst Achilles heel for a business. I've seen this too many times. You start out a business, you're doing good, but you don't have all your processes in place because you're still learning. You're still getting things tweaked and, and figured out. And then the next thing you know, somebody finds out how amazing you are and they spread the word and your, your business takes off. And now you've got all this growth that you don't even know what to do with and you can't handle it all. So you have to make the decision to go get employees 
And that's always a struggle. I mean, that's a whole nother podcast episode is finding good and good staff. And you find the employees and you get them on and you get them trained. Or maybe you don't go after employees because you're scared to death to do that. And you just struggle with the work yourself, which leaves clients frustrated. And if you get the employees, can you really afford them? Have you even looked before you leaped? I've had lots of businesses that have just hired employees because they're like, I have to have employees. I run a store and I have to have a certain number of employees. Do you really? I mean, a business owner doesn't always want to work in their business. I personally don't want to be doing every day-to-day detail in my business. But when I started my business, I had to because I didn't have the money to hire someone else. And until I got to that point, it was my place to do it. And that's how a lot of business owners are. So you have to check that out before you jump right in. You have to say, hey, do I really have the money to do this? But the one that gets me, and you'll see why it gets me, is poor financial management. I mean, that's my my playing field, right, is dealing with financial management. That's huge to me. But it's also, to me, when I look at these other five things, Poor financial management plays a role in every single one of those. So let me explain why. And leadership failure. It's poor management skills, which can be evident in all kinds of things. Typically, leadership failure has, there is financial stuff all woven throughout that. Whether it's making poor decisions and spending money you don't have, or spending money on the wrong things, or not spending the money when you need to, to get the help that you need. There, it's just woven all throughout that. Lacking uniqueness and value. If you can't express your uniqueness and value, then there's going to be issues with finances because you're not going to have the revenue coming in. And if you don't get on top of that, that's poor financial management because dealing with revenue is just as important as dealing with expenses and profit. It's all part of the financial management. Not being in touch with your customer needs. If you are running a business where you are not in touch with what that customer needs and what their pain points are, you're not financially managing your business right. You're going to go downhill and you're going to crash and burn. So to me, that's all wrapped up in financial management. An unprofitable business model. I don't think we even need to go there why that's part of financial management. And rapid growth and overexpansion. Poor planning. You just didn't plan well. You didn't plan for this growth. You, you expanded too quickly. You expanded too much. That's poor financial management because part of growth and expansion is looking at the cash flow and looking at can you afford it. So it comes back to that financial management. The number one thing that I have business owners come to me, it doesn't matter what they tell me their pain points are. And I hear plenty. I hear um, I don't have enough clients. I have trouble paying payroll. I don't have good employees because I can't offer benefits or I can't pay the wages that I need to pay to get somebody because they're too expensive. I can't afford to outsource, um, you know, my accounting or my IT or my social media management or whatever it may be. 
a virtual assistant, I can't afford that because I don't have uh, the money to pay for it. It all comes down to financial management and cash flow. And again, that's what it boils down to, cash flow. I have clients that have come to me that are started out in the beginning. They have no cash flow because they don't have a whole lot of clients yet. But you can still manage what little money you have well. And then I have clients that come to me. I have one been in business for over 15, 20 years and still has no cash flow, has had a great business, has had profit just about every single year that they've been in business but they do not have cash flow. They are always struggling. They're always taking out loans and then the loans run out rather quickly and they're back to where they were before they got the loan. Plus they've got a loan to pay off on top of it. So their situation got worse, not better. I see this repeatedly time and time again. You've got to pay attention to the money that's going out of the business. How are you spending the money? I hear people say all the time to me, but the business needs this, or I had to have this, or I can't do without this. I cannot run the business without it. And I question them. And just as I question myself, "Mm, do you really need what you say you need? Do you really need that new employee? Or do you need to look at your processes and how efficiently you're working? Maybe things could be reorganized that you could cut out enough hours that not only do you not need that new employee, but maybe you can increase the efficiency of the ones you have to the point that you could do more work. That is possible. People don't like to look at that stuff because that is harder. It's much easier to just go out and hire an employee and hope it all works out and the business comes in to support it. But that's living in denial. And that's what I deal with. And I'm, uh, those that know me know I'm blunt. I'll call you out and I'll tell you exactly what's wrong. And just the same way I call myself out. I do it to me all the time. I'll look at something I bought and I'll be like, why did I buy that? That is not adding value to my clients or to my business. I didn't need it. It was a purchase I shouldn't have made. Because I can say those things to myself, because I can even if it's after the fact that I can smack my hand and say, hey, don't be doing that again. It's a lesson learned. And anytime we can learn from something we do that's wrong or something we shouldn't have done, it may not be a bad thing. It just may be bad timing. Then we can make our business move forward. And so again, financial management is huge. And if you're struggling with that, reach out to me today. Let's just have a talk. I do free consultation calls with people um, where I'll sit down on the phone on a video conference and say, hey, what's going on? What can I help you with? I listen. I don't share what you tell me in confidence. Um, I tell stories. I tell stories all the time and share statistics about clients and stuff, but nobody knows who I'm talking about. I I don't give out those kind of details. I don't want people to know who I'm talking about. Same way, I don't share my details of my business um, with others where it's identifiable this to me. But sometimes I screw up. We all do, right? So talk to me. Let's, let's have a conversation. Let's figure out what we can do to make it different. 
because it can be different and you don't have to end up as one of these businesses that fail. I hope this podcast is bringing value to you and I hope you're having a wonderful day and go out and be successful. Thank you for listening to the Blackburn Boss Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Come on over and join us over on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Blackburn Consulting NC. Or if you're on Instagram, you can look us up. Our Instagram username is Blackburn Boss. Hope you have a wonderful day, guys, and come back soon.